Kansas City star, that's what I are. You're the daddy, you're the same accord. We learned this week that this... Yep, and he's heading back to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years. And a chance to become the first team since New England of 2003 and four to go back to back. Had occasioned dismay from these people. America's pop star celebrity sweetheart joins forces with the top dog in the NFL, playing for the team that's going to the Super Bowl. I mean, let's be real here. This is bread and circuses on steroids. Fair bit to unpack there, we learned when we sat through the rest of the monologue. We'll come back to it. Yes, we learned that the Kansas City Chiefs' 17-10 victory over the Baltimore Ravens in Sunday's American Football Conference Championship game, which will send the Chiefs back to the Super Bowl to defend their title, was not, as it may have appeared to the untrained eye, an efficiently ground-out win by a well-organised and tightly disciplined team against profligate and unruly opponents determined to shoot themselves in the foot at every available opportunity. Honestly, 95 penalty yards for a bunch of outstanding standingly stupid fouls and a fumbled touchdown. Who is coaching these people, Laurel and Hardy, but instead... was merely another step in the meticulously choreographed and profoundly sinister project through which the Democratic Party and or the Deep State... Like there's a difference, am I right? plans to turn the United States of America into a gulag of indoctrination camps which will turn everybody into gay communists by injecting them with whatever vaccines you inject people with to turn them into gay communists. We learned that central to the plot are this guy. Here's Kansas City from the 19, throwing at the goal line, and it's caught by Kelsey for the touchdown. I.e. Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey and this woman. i.e. stupendously popular singer Taylor Swift. The pair are apparently an item. And we, for one humorous news review, wish them well. But we have learned that such is the dementia occasioned by America's inane culture war that a voluble cohort of conservative Republicans have contrived to become upset by a public romance between a football star and a country singer, which does seem kind of like the thing of which you would reckon they'd approve, a point I would appreciate being reinforced by some general muttered agreement. We learned that Fox News News, for one, was just asking questions. So is Swift a front for a covert political agenda? Primetime obviously has no evidence. If we did, we'd share it. But we're curious, because the pop star who endorsed Biden is urging millions of her followers to vote. She's sharing links. And her boyfriend, Travis Kelty, sponsored by Pfizer. And their relationships boosted the NFL ratings this season, bringing in a whole new demographic. So how's the PSYOP going? And we learned of an answer, re what it might all mean from that extremely serious analyst from whom we heard earlier on the One America Network. One of a proliferation of outlets now catering to viewers who have come to find Fox News just too reasonable, sane, measured and in far too intimate contact with verifiable reality. All we seem to care about are the celebrities and athletes propped up by the Hollywood elites and this ongoing theatre 
This fake, carefully crafted show that the masses have been hypnotized by and can't seem to turn off. However, we did also learn of the extremely logical and outstandingly well thought through means by which the guardians of traditional American values plan to thwart the nefarious designs of the Kansas City Chiefs Taylor Swift Democratic Party woke cabal. And now there's an online plea circulating that is begging people to become Niners fans for the next two weeks. Just <laughs> So it doesn't raise Travis Kelsey, a.k.a. Mr. Pfizer's star power, along with, of course, Taylor Swift. Yes, they're going to cheer on the Chiefs' Super Bowl opponents, those famously rock-ribbed sentinels of the God-fearing conservative heartland, the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Still, we learned that at least one man was determined that even this would not be quite the most idiotic contribution to the American political discourse this week, and we learned that the man in question was Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas. If you think that's a cheap shot, you're right, but it is by some magnitudes more graceful than the approach Senator Cotton took when questioning bemused TikTok CEO Xiaozi Chu. Have you ever been a member of the Chinese Communist Party? Senator, I'm Singaporean. No. Have you ever been associated or affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party? No, Senator. Again, I'm Singaporean. From which we learned that the Republican Party's next great leap backwards will be an attempt to summon the ghost of hitherto largely unlamented drunk paranoid red baiter Senator Joseph McCarthy, which is something to look forward to. Nevertheless, we learned that for at least some of this week, the United States had not been hosting quite the most wretchedly undignified democracy on this earth. Everybody was We learned that the parliamentarians of balmy tropical island paradise, the Maldives, are a surprisingly rumbustious bunch. If we're honest, that clip lacks something without the accompanying imagery of a bunch of Maldivesian MPs grappling somewhat ineffectually until one of them falls off a podium. Happily, for audio-only news reviews of this sort, however, we learned that one of the belligerents had resolved to kick it up a notch... by seizing one of those plastic trumpets that morons bring to football games and blowing it in the ear of the Parliament's beleaguered speaker. We learned that this brouhaha was related to a thing... about the appointment of new ministers proposed by the governing party, which the opposition party objected to. It has probably all sorted itself out by now, but really, who cares? For Monocle Radio, I'm Andrew Muller.